Welcome back. If you do some research on the best ways to improve your well-being, you'll find some typical results. Meditate, exercise, nourish your body, practice gratitude, read, visualize. To be well and to be successful, you have to do all of these things every day or almost every day, right? Well, maybe not quite. Your sincere desire to live an optimal biohacked life can unfortunately end up leading you down a rabbit hole. You can feel burdened by these new expectations and issues that not only don't solve your initial problem, but actually make things feel worse. This can cause you more stress than the initial challenges you faced. You know, the ones that made you want to create a self-care routine in the first place. Not being able to check off the boxes on your self-care list then becomes burdensome. You are left feeling a little frustrated and maybe flustered because you realize that you just failed at caring for yourself. And your inner dialogue may sound like this. I can't even look after myself in this basic way. So how can I get anything else right in my life? You not only end up feeling like you've let yourself down, but now you've also put a strain on your already fragile relationships. Fun, right? <laughs> Maybe not so much fun. Maybe not so much fun. So I have been doing this work for so many years, but lately, lately, the self-help industry feels like it has become more of an inundation of marketing and sales, trying to get you to believe there's only one way you can be successful at caring for yourself, whether it's how you should start your day or whether it's how many carbs you should eat or how you should practice gratitude. It's endless. What's interesting, however, while the industry's sales soar, they're soaring, the mental well-being of our society has never been worse. So there's a lot of reasons for this. And that's not, it's just not possible to have that conversation here in this forum to talk about all that. But it's worth just saying it out loud and acknowledging that this is the current state of affairs. So where are things going wrong? Perhaps the bigger problem is the herd mentality that's become so mainstream in the self-care world and, and frankly in every world, every industry, that people are often forgetting or ignoring or choosing to ignore or doubting their own intuition. You have an internal guidance system that knows the way for you, but you have just turned down the volume on it. 
So then how can you turn that dial back up? You want to do it slowly and intentionally so you can appreciate what you have and create what you dream of, right? There's one word on how that can happen. And that's simplicity. How can you simplify your life so you can hear the whispers that are meant to guide you on your path? Not Oprah's path, not the social media influencer's path, who you may often forget is really an advertiser, not a friend. The moment that you accept that your life and your unique journey is just as important as the people you admire online, on TV, or in magazines, or in your neighborhood. That's the moment your whole life will begin to shift in the direction of your dreams. This could be why simplicity is one of the key tenets of most spiritual practices, because it helps you create space to hear divine guidance, those powerful whispers of your soul. Simplicity is also now trending as minimalism, but let's look past that for now and focus more on how you can intuitively simplify your life. You need to, you don't need to follow a set plan. In fact, the habit will last longer if the idea of it makes you feel alive inside and you feel like you own it. So you know the obvious place to start is to simplify your possessions. And though that's important, because the space you live in and work in should reflect the light of your being, it's not necessarily the biggest roadblock. You probably know many extraordinary people, some maybe even genius that have a messy desk. That desk isn't getting in the way of their success. You So I hope that helps you see why the systems of others aren't necessarily a one-size-fits-all approach. There's no universal truth or answer when it comes to possession, possessions or messiness. The other areas of your life you can simplify are your time commitments, you know, your calendar, your screen time, your finances, and so on. Most of these things, just like possessions, are a reflection of your past choices. You can create a shift in these areas by asking yourself this one question. If I could let go of the past, what would I choose today? Another quick question you can ask yourself is, what do I really want? You may assume that you want to earn more money, you want to weigh less, be in a relationship or some other very obvious thing, but that's not necessarily true. And that I know for sure, especially from doing this work for so long. You just can't create lasting change and strip yourself of your bad habits until you align with the truth. If you're being honest with yourself, would you consider what you really want? It's just to be seen, to be heard, wanted, 
be loved. When you simplify your thoughts and focus on that truth, it's so much easier to see the path through. By simplifying your problems to the root cause, and this is where we crack the code, it's the root need, right? Your root need. When you get there, you can start to create a plan that's aligned with your deepest desires. I believe that's the purpose of simplicity, getting to your root needs. Don't be afraid to look at them head on because looking away from them doesn't really make them go away. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. They exist and they definitely create unrest inside of you, whether you like it or not. So dig deep and access your courage so you can decide to live your life the way you've always dreamed of. And it's possible to do so on your own terms with your own plan and with your own support system. As we wrap up, I'd like to share a powerful verse with you from the Tao, the Tao Te Ching. Lao Tzu wrote in verse 67, some say that my teaching is nonsense. Others call it lofty, but impractical. But to those who have looked inside themselves, this nonsense makes perfect sense. And to those who put it into practice, this loftiness has roots that go deep. I have just three things to teach. Simplicity, patience, compassion. These three are your greatest treasures. Simple in actions and in thoughts, you return to the source of being. Patient with both friends and enemies, you accord the way things are. Compassionate toward yourself. You reconcile all beings in the world. Simple in actions and in thoughts. That's the way to access your source being. When you practice simplifying in this way, your internal dialogue will slowly and automatically change from I have to and become I get to. Whether that's meditating, exercising, cooking dinner, playing, working, or just doing nothing. You get to live. And that's pretty incredible, all on its own. When you do this inner work, you may be led to another universal truth that you alone choose how much you give love and how much love you receive. You alone choose the story of your past trauma or the possibility of your transformation because you alone can choose to awaken and you alone 
know your root needs. I'd love to know. What do you need? And if you're comfortable sharing, I'd love to be here for you and hold space for you. Head over to the show notes for this podcast and go to the website and share there or send me a message on Instagram, email, any which way you like. Let's do this. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you enjoyed this conversation, please don't forget to share it with your family and friends. Thank you so much.